Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Another day to celebrate being alive. And uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So praise God. Hey, whatever mistakes you made yesterday, guess what? You got a brand new start to do better today. So uh, it's done and over with. Let it go. And uh, let's make today even better, brighter, and greater than it was the day before and uh, most of all let us make sure that we are glorifying god because that's what it's about and that's what matters all right my friends who all we got watching this morning we got tracy little michelle fox harris the myth the legend that is miss mousy amy oaks turner angel dixon darlene barker karen smith jennifer honeycutt so appreciate you all for tuning in you know i uh i was looking at the camera here seeing my cowboy hat my dad made me and I uh, had a guy message me the other day and said that uh, I need to lose the cowboy hat that I wasn't a cowboy. So uh, <laughs> I figure uh, in a world and uh, where people think they can be a, a man, thinks he can be a woman or a, a, a child thinks they can be a cat. If I want to wear a cowboy hat my dad made me, then I think I'm pretty safe. <laughs> However, I might not be a cowboy per se but i did grow up on horses and i had horses of my own and i i do miss riding it was a lot of fun and enjoyed it and it might be one reason why i like uh, riding motorcycles so much but anyway uh, hello mike yancy so uh yippee tie yay yay let us do our pledge of allegiance <laughs> uh digit salute pledge i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all i pledge allegiance to the christian flag and to the savior for whose kingdom it stands one savior crucified risen and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe i pledge allegiance to the bible god's holy word I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path that will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges this morning and that the, we get to uh, say those freely without consequence. And uh, even though our world is insane, our nation's leaders are lunatics. <laughs> and uh, you know, it amazes me, you know, the, the, the Dems are, uh, yeah, you know, of course, they say Dems because they're short for Democrat, but I call them Dems because they're dim-witted. But anyway, uh, you know, they uh, they want to, they run on emotion, not on fact. And one thing that they're really trying to push is this abortion issue, thinking that will garner them votes. But uh, you know, they act like abortion's been outlawed in the whole country. It's only been sent back to the states for them to make up their own decisions and their own minds. So, and so if you desire to kill a baby, you can still go to states who still support it. And it amazes me that anybody uh, thinks that should be their political platform in order to get votes, that there's so many people out there willing to kill an unborn child uh, that uh, it's just it's nauseating and sick and shows uh, the evil state in which we live in. Uh, they were showing earlier a group of, well, they considered them bikers. Uh, they were a bunch of punks on uh, uh, rice grinders uh, come through on uh, dirt bikes and stuff through a uh, gas station throwing uh, bricks at uh, police officers' cars. It just, it just, it's like we've reached a state of lawlessness, and I don't know what it's going to take. You know, I've said before, I know I'm a dork, but uh, uh, I think we need vigilante uh, Batman <laughs> to start. Since the cops are powerless to do anything, and uh, the laws are 
baloney. I mean, I'm wondering if it's going to take something like that to, to finally get uh, law back into where it needs to be. If I was rich and if I was super strong and uh, uh, I would garner the mask and do it myself. But unfortunately, I'm short, I'm fat, and I'm old. So, and poor. All right. So, <laughs> kind of leaves me out. But, uh, hello, Debbie Jackson Sot. Appreciate you for, appreciate you tuning in this morning, young lady. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's get our look at our verse of discussion this morning. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. The Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who is not partial and takes no bribes. You know, uh, we look at this verse, one thing that we can look at is uh, God's deliverance. Now, a lot of times when you think about deliverance, you might think about... Okay, that... That, that's not the, the deliverance I'm talking about, all right? So, <laughs> the dueling banjos have, uh, once I saw that movie, that freaked me out. I thought, I am never going on a camping trip out in the woods ever, and uh, particularly with uh, uh, in, a, in a rowboat and the chance of getting captured by men who seem to, to really love livestock. So, anyway... <laughs> If you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. But this morning, what we're talking about is, of course, God's deliverance, and not deliverance the movie, but a rescue from bondage or danger. That's the definition we're looking at uh, this morning in regards to how God, throughout the, God, his word, demonstrates how he has delivered and rescues his people from peril. Uh, we can see it clearly uh, in uh, with the Israelites and how he rescued them time and again, only from uh, the grip of uh, Pharaoh, uh, but uh, delivered them through uh, the wilderness and the desert. And, you know, so much that uh, God done for them, yet they still questioned him and still uh, uh, done went after pagan practices that God had to come down on them time and time again. But I guess that's very indicative of our own behaviors that we see how God has delivered us so much in our own lives, yet we still find ourselves in a sinful state uh, of mind and pursuing things that we know are ungodly. You know, I guess it's just that it goes back to the fact that the flesh wars against the spirit. You know, there are times when, you know, we're victorious and the spirit seems to, to, to win. And then we give in to the flesh. Remember the flesh, you know, God's spirit is obviously far stronger than the flesh, but we in our carnal nature gives in to the flesh. And then, you know, it, it starts that repetitive cycle of sin and forgiveness and sin and forgiveness. It makes it hard. It makes it tough. And, you know, it affects your Christian walk because you're thinking, you know, uh, Lord, I'm trying so hard. I, I want to do better. I want to be better. Why do I keep messing up? You know, it's just, I, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I don't want anything to hinder my relationship with you. I want all of you. I want to love you. And I don't want this, this crappy world. I don't want the things in it. And I don't want to sin because every time I sin, I just feel like I'm the one driving the nail and, and Christ's uh, wrist or his, his, his feet or whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, it is, I feel like I'm creating pain to God. It makes me feel that much more worse. And even though I ask for forgiveness, I feel like it's the devil that's, uh, you know, uh, hounding me 
And well, it is the devil hounding me that, uh, you know, even though I've been forgiven, the devil's on my rear end saying, oh, well, look what you did. You shouldn't even be a preacher. You shouldn't, have, you shouldn't even be in the ministry. You shouldn't even be a Christian. What is your problem? And, you know, you've not changed. You're still the same old person you always was. And, you know, you've always got that nipping at your heels constantly. But then God's saying, hey, I forgave you. I let it go. Move on. You know, that's why I started this whole thing this morning talking about how that we have a brand new day. God has delivered you from whatever you have been through in the past, and he has given you a brand new start. He has rescued you, all right? He paid your ransom. He paid that sin's debt. You are a new person in Christ Jesus. Do not be held down by those sins of yesterday, by the sins of a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Don't be held down by that. God has delivered you. He has rescued you uh, from those things. And uh, particularly in the New Testament, God is always a subject, and his people are always the object of deliverance. The descriptions of temporal deliverance in the Old Testament serves as a symbolic representation of the spiritual deliverance from sin, which is available only through Christ. He offers deliverance from mankind's greatest peril, sin, evil, death, and judgment. By God's power, believers are delivered from this present evil age and from the power of Satan's reign. All aspects of deliverance are available only through the person and work of Jesus Christ who was himself delivered up for us so that we would be delivered from eternal punishment for sin. Only Jesus rescues us from the wrath to come. So isn't that a wonderful thing that God has rescued us from sin and death? You know, we... Uh, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, if you're a, a nerd like me and, and into the superhero genre, you know, uh, the, uh, you know, of course, me, I'm a huge Superman fan. I always have been. I remember uh, as a child wanting to see the very first uh, Donner film the, in 1978, I believe it was, of uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman. I remember mom and dad taking me to the, uh, in the Johnson City Mall, there used to be a theater. And I remember sitting outside waiting for the movie to start. And then the first time I ever saw a man fly, I was just captivated. You know, the bullets bounced off of him. Fire had no effect. I mean, he was invulnerable, and I was just, just captivated. But that is just a fictional character. It pales in comparison. Even though uh, uh, Joel Schuster and, um, I don't know, Blake, um, yeah, the creator of Superman actually based that. Uh, there were two Jewish immigrants who based that on the story of Moses, uh, because obviously, in order to save his life, they put him in a basket, put him in the river where Pharaoh's daughter found him. So actually, based Superman on the story of Moses. There were biblical aspects to that, but um, that fictional character is very distinct from the reality of an all-powerful God. He was far greater and grander than any thing that we could conjure up that is there for us to deliver us out of times of trouble and need and our trials and tribulations. He's there to help us, to guide us, to direct us in our life. Because it's easy to get down uh, on ourselves. But we know we have an almighty God who swooped in and rescued us from the depths of hell. What a wonderful thing. Uh, the last couple of days, uh, Brandon's been watching a, a Dr. Phil. If you need to pray for her, by the way, she's uh, still having a tough time and laying in the bed a lot and in a lot of pain. But uh, one of the, things, the aspects that Dr. Phil's been talking about is these, these horrible situations where these children have been bullied so horribly that they've committed suicide. And it's just tragic to see that these kids felt that there was no way out. So suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. 
But these kids saw no way out. All they saw was darkness. They saw they had no hope. They saw no way out. They saw no light at the end of the tunnel. And they felt like it was the only recourse to be rescued out of that uh, horrible situation. Like, it's so fun. You know, uh, growing up, I was bullied. I was made fun of for my Japanese heritage. I was made fun of for being fat. I was made fun of for a lot of things, you know. And uh, praise God, there wasn't internet then. Because, uh, you, know, you know, at least there, it when I went home, at least it stopped for a little while. But for these kids today, uh, it's still it's ongoing, uh, even when they get home. And, and the pictures they take, and the, the horrible comments they make. And even to the point they even said, don't you go kill yourself. It was just horrible. Uh, but if these kids, uh, these teens, can just see that there is rescue, that there is hope in Christ Jesus, don't listen to the naysayers, don't listen to the idiots who want to tear you down, don't listen to these morons who have nothing better to do than try to give you a hard time, but have the encouragement and the strength that can only come from Christ Jesus to overcome that darkness that you feel that you're in, to focus on them, don't focus on the negativity that they're receiving from their peers, because these kids want to be accepted. That's what they're searching for. And then it goes back to even adults. Even though we're no longer teenagers, even though you know, we have supposedly grown up, we still want acceptance from our peers. And we don't get that. Sometimes it puts us in a dark place. Trust me, I know from experience because when my health got to a point where uh, I didn't feel like I was worth being in this world anymore, I did attempt suicide. And I did enter the pavilion. And uh, because when you're in such a dark place, uh, you feel that there is no way out. So I know what it's like. I know exactly what it's like. And, and I'll be honest with you, uh, God intervened. And when I was about to have that noose around my neck, when I was about to step off and just end it, uh, all I could think of was my children. And I, all I could think of was, you know, how are they going to, what are they going to think? What, how, how is that going to affect their lives? And I took it off my head and stepped down and uh, went and got help. But uh, so I know what it's like to be in that very, very deep, dark place. Remember, God is your only hope. God is the rescue. God is the only one who can give you the strength to endure and to persevere. God is the one who forgives you of your sins. God is the one who made atonement. See, we, we have this, this, this idea that we have to atone for our own sins, that we have to do something so that God will uh, be pleased with us. Man, God is, uh, Jesus Christ atoned for your sins. You don't have to do anything. That's what's so wonderful about grace and salvation and His mercy is that God has forgiven you. And, he, and, and not only has He forgiven you, but He gives you strength and He gives you hope and He gives you love. And, you know, and so that we, we can have something to look forward to and keep our eyes focused on. And when you can focus on the problem solver, then you have time to focus on the problems. So my friends, remember that you have been delivered. You have been rescued out of the depths of hell by Jesus Christ. Let that encourage you. Let that enlighten you. Let that make your day bigger and brighter because of what Jesus Christ has done for you. Let us have a word of prayer. And Father Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness. Thank you for rescuing us. Thank you for delivering us. Thank you for forgiving us. Lord, thank you for never giving up on us and to continue to love us despite our silly selves. Lord, if anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
filled with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my family and friends who are watching and listening this morning. I pray that they will have a wonderful and blessed day today, protect and guide them. Lord, be with all of our kids and spouses who are going to school, work, or play. And Lord, pray a holy age protection about them, keep them safe and well. Lord, continue to heal my wife. I pray that you be with Kim Pennings. I pray that you be with the Pat Morton family. And Lord, so many others who have got a prayer request on social media and at the church. And uh, Lord, you know those needs and your will be done in those situations. Have us, Lord, to be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I uh, uh, hope that, one, that uh, the uh, audio uh, is, is better today. Yesterday, there was a bad feedback echo. I went through every setting. If it's still not good, let me know. I may have to switch up to another microphone. Don't know what's going on there. Two, don't forget to join me this evening at 7 p.m. for our Wednesday evening service. And three, don't forget if you uh, ever want to listen to uh, this uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, The Donkey Young Chronicles, and on Amazon. And I think about gearing up my podcast once again, so doing some interviews, and uh, so I'm praying about that, and uh, thinking the direction I want to take that in. So be praying about that for me as well. My friends, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, my friends, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.